Well, g'day, Benny. Afternoon, Jules. Mate, King Dome Q, are you okay with me calling it the King Dome? Totally, mate. I think that, um, especially the numbers they got in, um, you know, so far this year and late last year, it's definitely a fortress for them. Mate, it's insane. I mean, it got up to 14,000 when they were opening up that top deck. And, you know, it's funny. It was, I was doing breakfast, was it last year, early last year, and I, I'd said to Joe Hill, I said, you know, I haven't been a Kings game since Dean Utoff played. So that's outrageous. Wow. Outrageous. And, of course, you know, we're big fans of the Sydney Kings here on, on the network. And uh, I think Smithy or, or Chris might have been listening. They're, All right, we're going to sort that out. And they very kindly looked after me. gave me some pretty decent tickets to a, a Hawks game, which we lost, mind you. But I've been back a few times since. And my son loves it. And uh, it's, it's, you know, it's just the right length of time for the young kids before they get a bit distracted. <laughs> so, and he got a free Hungry Jacks burger out of it. So I can't fault it, I have to say. Of course, uh, the Kings playing this afternoon. I want to get your thoughts on a couple of teams. It's interesting. I was on air on Friday night, uh, Melbourne United over the Hawks, and I've got a soft spot for the Hawks because my mate's running the joint now. They've sort of been a little bit off, but uh, Melbourne United looked the team to beat at the moment. They've got the breakers coming up this afternoon. You know, Delhi is Delhi back, do we know, today, or is he having another spell from that concussion? Uh, I still think that's to be evaluated. Uh, I haven't heard anything as of yet, but, I mean, with the amount of... You know, the way it is nowadays and with the concussions, he, concussions he's had, I think then it can be further delay. So not not quite sure on that. But it'll be a good test for Melbourne. You're right. right. So Delhi, I mean, the Travers got Ian Clark, of course, uh, formerly with the Sydney Kings and the Golden State Warriors. Are they in this early stage, do you think, Benny, the, the team to beat, Melbourne United? Yeah, I think they're strong. Dean Vickerman does an excellent job recruiting and preparing his teams. But I think there's no doubt just seeing how um, the Sydney-Melbourne rivalry as well and Kings are going for three in a row that they wanted to you know, recruit the right way. And I think they've got the so far the right pieces in place. And, and uh, then the Kings are sort of out there uh, as front runners at the moment. 36, as we mentioned, they went down to South East Melbourne on Thursday night. It's it's strange, isn't it, for Kings fans to see DJ running around in a 36er shirt. But they got an important win over the Wildcats last night or yesterday, 89 to 78. They really needed that win because there's a lot of pressure on, on coaches of both teams out there and CJ Bruton and John Reilly for a Perth team that and the fan base that are so used to success. Uh, the last really season and a bit hasn't quite gone their way. No, you're right. You, you, you caught you on the nose there. Both coaches are right under the pump. You know, second years with their, uh, those franchises, really, with um, the Wildcats and um, CJ with Adelaide. So matching up with each other, one of them had to get a win, no doubt. But, um, you know, I think Adelaide just at home held in there tough and, and got it done at the end. But it's still a long way to go, I think, for both those uh, both teams. So it's um, a good for Adelaide to get a W. But it's uh, a lot of pressure on Andron really as well in Perth. Yeah, just on that, I mean, because as we said, they're so used to success. I mean, you know, what's a pass mark for the Wildcats this season? Oh, it's got to be like a top top four, top two, really. Mm. I mean, they're in the play-in the format that we have now with the fifth and sixth teams, you know, sort of play-in uh, to, to get into the, the playoffs, I guess. But it's, um, you know, for Perth, the standards that they set, I played for the Wildcats many years ago. It's, you know, it's championship or bust, really, is where it's at. But where they, I guess they're coming from, essentially rebuilding a new coach. Uh, they've lost a lot of core uh, players that they've had that have really been those sort of really the, the trademark toughness of the Wildcats. So it's been a, no doubt a rebuilding phase, but they expect to win. There's no doubt about it. And that's, um, you know, that's where it's got to be. So can they move forward into a, to a top four type team, I think would be mm. um, probably the benchmark for them moving forward from where they're at in, in, uh, like from last year.
And even though I'm a Kings fan, uh, Benny, oh, we need to cheer on the Wildcats because they're owned by our illustrious leader, Hutchie. So the more success they have, the more success he has as well. And I think, you know, it trickles down to the rest of us. So we've got uh, Melbourne United, the Breakers, that game, 2 o'clock today. And then the Kings and the Jack Jumpers, as we said, at the, the Mighty King game. This will be a good game of ball, actually. So it's 2v4, uh, Sydney Kings, Jack Jumpers. Of course, Sydney Kings are the new coach. Uh, Geordie Hunter, have you been impressed with how we sort of fit back into this King system? Yeah, he's he's fantastic, Jordan. I had a lot of time with him when he was a younger player, um, playing for North Bears locally here in Sydney, and then um, you know obviously his time back from St Mary's Gales. That he um, it's just I think the injuries and then just getting an opportunity really because I felt that he was so efficient last year when he came in uh, off the bench for the Kings, but now to see him you know in that starting role and healthy, it just shows his capabilities. You know he's very athletic, he's long, he's a great teammate, no doubt, but he's really improving his shooting um, and you know just the way he can go and get some of those other oops uh, and finish the ball like he can, he can get upstairs that's for sure so it's exciting to watch and he's taking his opportunity so far and been the best player in the last two games uh, at home for the Kings Okay I want to get a couple of tips off of you for these two games today Melbourne United Breakers who do you like? I like Melbourne I think Melbourne will get that once at home uh, I think they're just moving along nicely uh, but it's a tight game And then the Kings and the Jackies or the JJs as Kate uh, likes to call them JJ's, yeah, I think, you know, the Kings, it's the only loss they've had this year in Tassie, and they were just a little flat in some areas. Um, Jackie's just had that energy. They do. I think the Kings will, will get them and uh, continue their winning streak to, this afternoon. And one more before I let you go, Benny. The NBA, too. I mean, I Victor Wembanyama, like, I can't think of a prospect that has been, that has turned as many heads, been this exciting since, you know, maybe LeBron James coming through. Yeah, that's a fantastic call, and you're right. I mean, the hype is real, you know, and um, you know, I've got Matt Nielsen. There's a good friend of mine involved with the Spurs coach. He just said some of the stuff that you can do. You know, when a guy can jump straight up and shoot, like, the ball down into mm. the hoop, literally, like, that. that's pretty powerful. And just He's got this sort of feel and flow to him where it's a little bit like Kevin Durant, almost, you know, the body type, but bigger, like an upgraded version of that scoring. But I've been really impressed with defensively. Like, there's guys that think they've got a shot or can shoot the ball, and he's just able to get a hand and block it, you know, and uh, it's impressive so far. And, there's, you know, he's got a long way to go, but just seeing... Um, where he's at right now, you know, it's it's quite impressive. And uh, as the season starts next week, you'll find out a lot more about about him as he evolves. But obviously, he's got to put a little bit more size on to get stronger. But yeah. so far, it's um, he's looking the business, isn't he? Nineteen years of age, two meters twenty-four. You saw that footage of him just blocking Clay Thompson, then just for for fun, just scores at the other end. But like you said, he can shoot. He dunks over people. He's big. And it's interesting you mentioned there, KD. You know, there was a knock on Durant when he came. Oh, he's too skinny. And they said that about Chet Holmgren as well. At um, at OKC, but these guys, you know, sometimes looks can be deceiving in terms of their, their strength on court. Yeah, it's exactly right. I think that's, the, you know, the, the streamlining of um, the league over, you know, from, I guess, looking like Shaq and having power centres in the day from in the early 2000s. It's been about, you know, quickness and mobility and how you can move, but they're still, strength-wise, they're still able to, to move the same sort of weights and, and do the same sort of... Um, you know, things, I guess, um, physically. So it's just the look, you're right, can be deceiving. But uh, it's, um, you know, he, he, they're very strong, a lot of these guys. They just don't mind, might, mightn't look at, you know, they're best long and lean, but uh, they're yeah. able to hold, hold their own weight. But there is some development still there, no doubt, for Chet and, uh, and Wimbanyana. Always good to chat. Good on you, Benny. Enjoy the ball this afternoon. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me.